the second that stress hits, they're going to go back to the coping mechanism that they've always used. And for these people, it's food. For me, it was food and alcohol. You have to fix habits. You have to fix mindset. You have to rewire their brain around their relationship with food and, and all sorts of other stuff. When you get out of the shower and you look at yourself in the mirror naked, every single one of my clients when they come to me are not saying positive things about themselves. Sure, and you yourself lost 130 pounds in that time, right? I did, yeah, I lost 130 pounds. You've been a part of Jillian Michaels, Sweat Inc., Spike TV Spot, uh, The Doctors on CBS, three scientists walk into a bar, which I guess is on the Weather Channel. Who knew that, right? I know, right? I Welcome to your Genius Zone podcast. This is Monty Hobson, your host, and I've got a very special guest today who's an expert in the transformation industry. He's a coach and he's helped lots of people all over the world not only lose weight, but transform their lifestyle. Uh, habits and mindsets are a big part of what he does. And so, Jeremy, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. It's good to have you on, and you have a pretty incredible story. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got into the transformation business? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, to, to start out with, I, I was not into fitness for most of my life. Um, I was actually in IT. I was a senior-level .NET developer, uh, total computer nerd, metalhead. And... Um, and, uh, you know, I, I had some really bad addictions when it came to food and alcohol and tobacco and, and uh, some just, uh, it's how I handled my emotions. I just ate them away and drank them away and um, found myself at 23, 24 years old, just in a really, really bad spot in life. Really great spot financially, really great spot in my career. Um, I was married and, and had, a, had a good relationship, had kids, you know, but personally, in a really bad spot and it wasn't until I woke up one day I really took a long hard look at my life and my behavior it was holy crap I must change and uh, you know and, and I, I reference it many times as I raised my standards on living and when you raise your standards you won't you won't accept anything below that and so I, I immediately took massive action to getting myself healthy not just later it became working on my physique but I, I really wanted to put the focus on health over the next handful of years really transformed my life, my eating habits, my addictions. I quit smoking. I, I highly, highly reduced my drinking. I, I, I uh, cut down my food intake. I found other outlets for my emotions. It just it was an entire life process. Absolutely. And you yourself lost 130 pounds in that time, right? I did. Yeah, I lost 130 pounds from the first time I weighed myself, which was already into my journey. If I had to guess, I'd say probably it's, it's closer to 150, somewhere in there. I don't want to lie to people. And 130 is what I, <laughs> well, I, get what it. I, I always did turn to food. I had binge eating habits, even as, as far back as 11, 12 years old, I can remember like sneaking food and, 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 you know, hiding in the, in the pantry and just eating. It was just how I chose to, to handle my emotions, to handle uh, loneliness, to handle anger, to handle everything. It was suppress it, numb myself. And so it definitely got out of hand when I was in my twenties and, and just got to where I was consuming very large amounts of food and then tied in with having a, a seated job, not being active, really horrible habits. Like I was drinking over a 12 pack of Mountain Dew a day. That's all I drank was Mountain Dew. And then you tie that with the ability to eat an extra large pizza and breadsticks and whatever for dinner, having a job and, and the resources to essentially just eat whatever I wanted during the day. It was not uncommon for me to go and get like two extra large sandwiches for lunch. So it, it was bad habits tied with just total neglect for myself that really got me to a point where I was, you know, just, I was miserable. I was morbidly obese, very simple things like walking up just a few stairs and I was huffing and puffing. My legs were hurting even at, at 23 years old, started having knee, knee pain and hip pain and back pain. And it's like very, very, very unhealthy state of my life. 
my son was born when I was 21 years old and I gained more weight during the pregnancy than my wife did. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's just taking on the stress of being a father and, and buying my first house and simple things that most people probably would, you know, no, they may. No, no, I can totally identify with that. Actually, that's where I gained about 20 pounds and I haven't, I still haven't gotten it off. So yeah, I understand yeah. <laughs> very much. It just compounded and compounded to the point where I was in a really bad spot. I was in a bad place. Been a part of Jillian Michaels, Sweat Inc., Spike TV spot, uh, the doctors on CBS, three scientists walk into a bar, which I guess is on the Weather Channel. Who knew that, right? I know, right? <laughs> I guess I guess people who watch the Weather Channel. You know about that, what's actually really funny? I was pumping gas the other day, and I got a call from my dad, and he's like, hey, your grandma's watching you on TV right now. And I was like, really? Because really? I hadn't filmed anything in a, in a little while. <clears throat> Everything that I had filmed was already released. I said, really? What, what show is it? Because I knew it had to have been a rerun. She said, well, you're putting two guys through a, a, through a hardcore workout and they're measuring their body temperature. And I said, oh, that's three scientists walking to a bar. And that was a cool spot where they brought me in as the professional uh, trainer, coach. And I put two identical twins through the exact same workout at the exact same time. The, the scientists on the show measured different ways to reduce your internal body temperature and which ways were most effective, given them edible thermometers that, that you could read outside the body. So we were actually measuring their internal body temperature and then scientifically calculating the best ways to lower their, their internal temperature. So it was a really neat show. I have no idea this kind of scientific research took place on the Weather Channel. Yeah, they're coming out with shows now, man. It's cool. It's really cool. It is cool. very cool. I guess I got to wait a couple like, you know, decades before I can actually watch. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, the, the Doctor's TV show was really neat. They brought me on um, for me to tell my story and, and they, uh, they asked me, hey, do you have a client that you're super proud of? And uh, I've got lots all over the world. But I said, yeah, there's this woman named Jana. She lives in, in Canada, absolutely morbidly obese, massive, massive eating disorders. And Jana just um, competed on stage in a bikini competition uh, not long ago. We've dropped together tremendous amount of weight. We've changed habits. We've changed lifestyle. We've changed absolutely everything in our life. So Jana flew down from Canada and, and uh, they featured me on the doctors and featured her story as well. And that was really that's incredible. From overweight to a swimsuit competition, that, that's, that's about where we'd all like to be, right? <laughs> that, is, that is. I mean, that's, that's the hope uh, that I'm providing to my clients who, who really well, and are- And that's part of the reason change. that I like that you're, you talk about yourself as a transformation coach, the whole person changing their lifestyle, taking the time that it takes- for us to say, okay, why am I doing that in the first place? Why am I eating that in the first place? This isn't going to be an instant solve. Yeah, absolutely. Because I was inundated with people sending me DMs on social media saying, dude, I look just like your before photo. I, just tell me what to do. I'll pay you. Just, just tell me how, you know, like, tell me what exercises to do. Tell me what to eat. So many of them that I was like, this, this could instantly be a career change. People all over the world were finding me on social media seeing my before and after photo and going, I have to have this guy help me. When I made the transition, uh, I didn't have all the, psych the psychology knowledge that I have right now. I didn't have the, the more therapeutic, almost life coaching that I have now. It became very apparent in the beginning of my business that you cannot throw just a nutrition plan and a fitness plan at somebody who needs to lose 100 pounds or more and expect them to stay with it long term and for it to be sustainable. There are people that have tremendous willpower, tre tremendous mental strength that can stick to a plan and lose a large amount of weight. Follow up with them in two years. 
because if they didn't do the mental work to go along with it, the odds are, literally the odds are that they will gain it back. It's like winning the lottery bankrupt six yeah. years down the road. That's right. That's right. And so what is that? Why is that? What's going on inside of you? You get that big because you are using food how other people abuse drugs or alcohol or sex or any of the other coping mechanisms that are out there. It's not something that you can just say, hey, let's swap out steak for chicken and take a walk. That'll work temporarily. But the second that life happens, the second they get stressed out, the second they get in an argument with their spouse or they get in a car accident or they get audited by the IRS, the second that stress hits, they're going to go back to the coping mechanism that they've always used. And for these people, it's food. For me, it was food and alcohol. You have to fix habits. You have to fix mindsets. You have to rewire their brain around their relationship with food and, and all sorts of other stuff. Every single one of my clients without fail um, have a, a very, very uh, hard time with using positive words when they're talking to themselves, right? When you get out of the shower and you look at yourself in the mirror naked, every single one of my clients, when they come to me, are not saying positive things about themselves. Sure. And so they have in- incredibly low self-esteem, low self-value. And, and so there's, those things do go hand in hand. When I first started this, it became apparent I needed more knowledge on the mental aspect of the game. So I got obsessed with studying psychology, studying uh, like therapy and counseling books, kind of minted under two very, very high-end clinical psychologists, one of them a doctor of psychology that, that uh, focused on food addictions. To take it even further, I went through and studied underneath Tony Robbins and his program. It's his strategic intervention and life coaching program. With all of this and with the experience of working with people, I got the tools needed to, to actually create real-life breakthroughs in people. I, I found the, the, the tools and the, the way of talking to somebody to really get it through them and have it be their idea, their desire to change, right? I could tell you all day long, you need to lose the the 20 pounds you gained when your wife got pregnant. It's not until you make a decision in your life to change that it's actually going to bear any fruit, right? Right. On day one, every single client on day one, what I have them do is they go through what we call the vision process. And the vision process is something they do on their own after we get done with our coaching call, sit down in a non-distracted environment, TV's off, phone silence, kids are away. And the first part of the vision process is they sit down, put their head back, close their eyes, and I want them to envision themselves at their goals. But what I find most of the time is they, they come out of this vision process. If they did it right, they've got a huge smile on their face, yeah. and they now, they now have put emotion behind their goals. Right. And where there's emotion, there's motion. Now we've got, we've got a very, very clear picture of what we're going after. And we have some actual true emotions behind it, real true desire, because we've seen it. I've felt it. And I want it. Mm. You know, I, I, one of the goals of this podcast on a you know, weekly basis is really to help people who are listening that maybe aren't necessarily, you know, going to try to lose weight because they've heard this podcast, but are looking for their own genius zone, that area within them where they can finally ignite the vision that they have for themselves. There's a second part to that, and that's the belief that you can actually get it, right? We can all fantasize. Mm-hmm. If you can lose one pound, you can lose as many pounds of fat as you need because the chemical process is exactly the same because you're losing it, finding little things like this to spark that belief in their mind. So they have the vision and we have, I have ways where I coach them to bring themselves back to the vision every single day, multiple times a day if they need to. And then celebrating the victories, the actual tangible, holy crap, look at you, you did it, you're down a belt notch, you're buying new pants, you're down, you know, you, you went from a triple XL to a double XL, look at your photos, look at, you know, all of these things. We take that and we celebrate that 
with the conscious idea that you're proving that you can do it. This is no longer just a fantasy. It's no longer a fantasy. You're proving that you're taking yourself from, from where you are now to this vision that you created in the beginning. And I love what you're talking about. Reauthored a book that's in the public domain space called Think and Grow Rich, but it sounds a little bit like, and, and I see you shaking your head that folks won't be able to see that, but I see you <laughs> shaking your head because we're on video chat, but that idea of having the picture of who you want to be before you over and over and over again. He talks about it doing once in the morning, once in the evening. How we see ourselves is who we become. That's right. And I'm, I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. And it's not hocus pocus. Where our focus is, is what we're going to bring to light. You're going to get more of what you're focusing on and what you're choosing. Yet, why? Why do we all have that friend that's always positive? I mean, their car got broken into and they're like, it's no big deal. At least they didn't take the car. You know, they're like, holy crap, <laughs> you're so positive. Why, why are those the people that are all like, it seems like good things are always happening to them. If you're focused on the fact that you've already lost 20 pounds or whatever it is, you're down a pant size. You're, you're, you know, you're constantly able to push your exercise more and more and more and you're achieving more. If you're focused on this stuff, well, you're not only happier. I mean, you're just a happier person in general, but you're accomplishing more at a much faster rate than the other guy, even if he's doing the same exact thing, because the other guy is pushing himself. He's not focused on what he wants. He's not focused on where he's going. Now, that's certainly something that I think we can do for ourselves is have that vision and maybe have that self-talk. But what happens when you have a situation in your life, as I'm sure many of your clients do, where that, that negative input is coming from the outside? In other words, there are people in their life who are, are shaming them with words that are about their, their external appearance, their laziness, their food intake, whatever it might be. And some of those people are family. Some of those yep. people are friends. Some of those people might be an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend. And, and now that person is, is literally dealing with the inside and the outside. And, you know, they're just really, really having a difficult time seeing themselves as they could be. Yeah. A lot of times you'll get a, a husband or wife who will sign up with me. And what happens is the spouse is used to them eating a certain way, behaving a certain way. We like our evening TV time. We're not going to the gym. We're not eating vegetables. We're, we're going to continue to fry everything in butter. And so there's a <laughs> lot of pushback from the spouse because now the, the client of mine is wanting to start making these changes. And so you're left in this, in this area where it's like, wow, there's a lot of negativity around you trying to change your life and, and incorporate this in your life. Family members, our spouses, you know, those are the ones that can really, truly make it a hardship for us. But what I've found is I tell them, I want you to not think about this as a long-term thing. I can almost promise you, your spouse will not be complaining in eight weeks, 12 weeks. In three months, when your overweight husband sees that you've already lost X amount of pounds and you have way more energy and you're happier, attitude, your behavior starts to improve so drastically, he's going to be attracted to that. And he will slowly but surely stop complaining. And most likely, he'll start joining you, which is what I see. I see then the spouse come on board when they see, holy crap, it's working. It's actually working. Like, I want, I want a part of that. So that negativity in internally or externally is really something that you have to break early on. And then you really start getting that downhill motion once there's something to celebrate and the process has begun taking place. Right. Once there's that belief there, um, it's so much easier. Absolutely. And, and don't get me wrong. We're all human. 
And we all have a shadow voice in our head that is going to put us down once in a while. Yeah, you don't have what it takes or this is too big. Now we're talking to not just weight loss, we're talking to everything. The, the entrepreneur that's going to start his own company. How many times have I told myself like, holy crap, dude, like you, you know, you're going to invest this much money into a whole film crew and doing this and this new project and all this. And it, this is big. You might fail. You might, it's scary. It's whatever. And, and I, I have to bring myself back and be like, no, 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 hold up. Like the world needs this. We're all going to have times where there's negativity, some mm-hmm. from the outside, some from a spouse and, and some from ourselves. There's always going to be times of disbelief, our ability to live consciously and have these habits in place where we bring ourselves back to that place of belief and motivation. If nothing else, you can just say, I'm going to do this in the morning, every morning, <laughs> like no promises for the rest of the day, but this is what, how I'm going to start my day. I can almost guarantee every single one of your listeners, they are going to see results if they stay consistent with that. No matter what their goals are, they're going to see results. I love everything you're talking about because coaching in large part is similar across foundational principle. If you don't start off with the end in mind, you're really already lost before the day's begun. Yeah. Another thing that I find common and in my, in my business, I reference um, a mountain a lot. Um, Mm. My, my big new program that I'm coming out with is called conquer your mountain. My podcast is called conquer your mountain. I have a a private um, uh, group, group group coaching that it's the conquer mountain collective And the reason why I reference a mountain when it comes to this is because most people, when they're starting their journey or they're just starting to get like thinking about it, like, you know, I I really should do something about my weight or whatever it may be. When they start to look at the amount of work or the amount of change that's going to have to happen in order for them to lose a hundred pounds, 200 pounds, you know, whatever it may be, that is like a mountain in front of them. That's like them standing at the base and not even being able to see the top uh, of the summit. And most people get incredibly intimidated from that spot. They mm-hmm. look at all the things they have to get done and, uh, and they, they talk themselves out of it. They get intimidated or they start and go, nope, too hard. And they, they, they go back to these old habits and routines. And so the reason why I reference it as, a, as a mountain is not so that we can take the whole thing in and go, okay, this is, the, this is all that we need to do. It's that we take it day by day, giving ourselves not the permission to conquer the entire mountain, but just the permission to walk one or two steps up the side of that mountain today. That's it. Just today. Like, what are you going to do today that's going to get you one or two steps closer to those goals you wrote down on your morning list? You don't have to conquer the whole thing because you're not going to. Mm-hmm. But one or two steps. That's it. Let's, let's put our focus right there. Let's put our focus on just the one or two things that we're implementing into our life today. It's just been wildly successful for my client. I need a Sherpa. You know, yeah. I need somebody to help me up this mountain. That is actually the place where you shine best. Absolutely. hundred percent. I have case after case after case, or I should say client after client after client where they came to me just for weight loss years ago. And we conquered the weight loss within the first, you know, 12, 15 months, depending on how much they needed to lose. And now it's turned on to full on elevating their life coaching. I mean, I have a client um, from the Midwest that came to me. He was a, essentially a glorified janitor for almost 30 years. He was close to 400 pounds when, when he came to me. Very quickly, we, already, we lost a lot of the weight or all of the weight, got skin removal surgery. He has abs. And then I said, well, where do we go now? Where do we go from here? He's like, I have the confidence to do anything now. And I said, great, let's work on that job. Let's work on, let's work on a career now. Let's work on, he had, you know, he'd never been married. He's in his 50s, never been married. I said, let's get you out there and dating and, and you, you should be living your life now. Let's start that. And so now fast forward in another 12 months, 
he's, he's in a white collar job making, I think over double what he was making in his previous position. He's dating now. You got a completely different life, completely different life. Maybe. Yeah. And you know, it's something that I, I can't relate to from the, the weight loss side of things because I've never taken someone through that, but I can't imagine, you know, that th- there is this part of the business side of things where when somebody's going through their worst financial season and then they come out of that and now the business is flourishing, that's about the closest I can get to it. But I can tell you that, that there really sometimes isn't even a visual to that. That's more of a just, you know, there's more money in the bank or there's, there's a sense of hope that wasn't there mm. before. But with, with a physical body, to be able to see the before yeah. and after picture, there still is something in that that, that, there, that no other coaching touches. I right. mean, when you, when you know, you start with this is the goal. I want to be able to go out on a date with a girl, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't want to have, you know, skin literally hanging off. my. I mean, this is incredible. Yeah. That is that is the kind of thing that that keeps you know millions of viewers watching Jillian uh, Michaels, <laughs> Jillian Michaels you know, right. on, on Spike TV. So you know it, it's it's really cool to hear your passion for it because you know I sense that when I watch these shows, I sense that when I talk to somebody who's lost the weight. Uh, but but I hear it in your voice too. You're you're not just mildly interested in this. I mean, this is no. something that you left your IT career to say. I'm making a difference in the world. I, I don't work for money. I work for that difference. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I even initially wanted it so badly. I took a massive pay cut the first year. Absolutely. Like un, no one would ever say you should do that. If you saw the numbers of what I was making versus what I made that first year, you'd go, you, you idiot. <laughs> you should not have done that. But I so desperately knew this was my calling. I absolutely, without a doubt, it was, certainty that I have to, I must help people all over the world. And so, yeah, I have to charge. I mean, I have goals and dreams and financial responsibility as well. And so, yes, I I do want this to be a legacy that I can put my kids through college and I can do all this stuff, but I'm not out here ripping people off. I'm changing lives and that's what I'm passionate about. And that's what I do really well. Unreal for me as well. It's just completely transformed my life. And you said a word, calling. Now I don't, you know, do a lot of of uh, faith pushing on this show at all. But that word is one that comes sort of like a like a spiritual concept of just knowing. Like, gosh, I know that I know that I know that I was put on this earth to do this thing. Did that happen all at once, or was that something that? that emerged? Um, there has been, I'm, you know, just so you know, and I'm proud to say it, I'm a Christian. And there have been uh, many times in my life where without a doubt, God has spoken to me and told me to do things. Um, wow. This was one, this was one of them. And I went in faith. And uh, it was, again, one of those things where I was so I, I so knew that this is what I was supposed to do, that it didn't matter that my income was cut to only 10% of what I was making before. <laughs> like it, it, I had to do it. I had to do it. And I, I just knew that it was going to work out. It was going to flourish. And it did. It just continued to grow and grow and grow. And um, I'm, I'm, to be honest, it just in my own personal life, I'm at a transition in my business where now I'm, ch- I'm changing total directions. Again, feeling called to do this, um, not directions in a different industry, but just how my coaching is done so that I can reach a greater audience than what I was before. And so I have been working tirelessly for over a year now, putting together um, courses and, and programs, putting together video courses, uh, creating this collective that I'm highly involved in. And 
so that I'm not just limited to the 35 or 40 clients that I can take on at one time, but now I have the potential to literally interact with thousands, hundreds of thousands, as many as, you know, as many people that as, as can join in. And, um, and so far, I mean, the collective is up and running and it's amazing. Um, people are it's just, it's such a blessing. And every single week there's breakthroughs by the members. They're all losing weight at a massive rate. And not only that, but the, the mental aspect of the game, uh, which I'm really big on, everyone is progressing in that way as well. So it seems to be, again, success, uh, a success. And going back to this faith thing, and I, I don't want to push it too hard on your show, but um, a, a very interesting uh, situation happened. Just this piece came over me of like understanding this is my calling. This is what I've been made to do. I, I, I don't know any other way to say it with 100% certainty. This is what I meant to do in life. Wow. And so I, I got a direct message on Instagram from a woman who um, was on my website watching the video about my collective. So if you go to jeremyreadfitness.com forward slash group, you're going to see a video I created talking about what the collective is and how it, you know, how, what's the purpose of it, how it's going to help people. She was on my website watching the video and she's typing this to me and she says, in that moment, God spoke to me and he said, you pass this along to Jeremy. This is, this is going to change the world. This is so much bigger than what he has planned. You need to tell him this and you need to join his group. I hadn't even, I didn't even get through it. And all of a sudden tears are running down my eyes because in that moment, I felt God sit here, tap me on the shoulder and go, that's legit. I said that. I mean it. It's true. This is going to be big. Get ready. Cause it's going to be big. And it just, again, just this peace came over me of like understanding this is my calling. This is what I've been made to do. I, I, I don't know any other way to say it with a hundred percent certainty. This is what I meant to do in life. And belief is, it's something that has to happen for everyone. It's something that's sort of hard to define. It's why we don't necessarily always bring it up, but it is essential to a person being able to move from point A to point B. What is it that, that we can do if we're struggling to believe? It's a great question. Rather than focusing on how much more we have to lose or how much more money we need to make or how much more growth our relationship needs or what, like, let's, let's focus on how we are changing in a positive way. Let's really sit in that, allow that to sink in and, and really staying in that place of like, wow, I'm doing it. And I think the belief, and you're right, very hard to kind of describe all that it entails, but that belief in oneself or in the journey is going to come when it clicks and you're like, okay, I did X, Y, and Z and I got the results A, B, and C. And so if I just continue to do this, the results are going to continue to come. When that happens, then it's no longer this mysterious, un, you know, thing that you, you couldn't possibly wrap your head around. It's, oh, okay, like I have to just continue to do this. And so, you know, there is a, the whole mental aspect of the game that can be incredibly challenging. But I think if we just simplify it and really put our focus and our time and invest into staying in this place of like positivity and focusing on how much we've already accomplished while at the same time, not forgetting where we're going, keeping our eyes on that prize. I think the, the belief just comes. It does. It, it really does. And yeah, we need to bring ourselves back there once in a while. And we need to, <laughs> we need to have somebody in our corner that, you know, gets us pumped up once in a while and reminds us why we're doing this. But that true belief really hits home when we can see the results of our I effort. I think I hear you saying something that's hidden in all this because you're being so humble about it. You're really saying that belief comes from a coach. When you don't have it internally, you don't have it externally, if you know, certain uh, criticisms are there and you're feeling beat down, 
there really is a necessity to reaching outside of yourself and saying someone needs to be that voice that I don't even have the strength to be yet. Yeah. Uh, 100%. You, you yourself take coaching. It's not right. something that, that you're prescribing without without training no, yourself. No, 100%. I, of course, we need to surround ourselves, and, and whether it's higher or you know your your circle of influence or whatever, but obviously a coach is your, your best way. He's in the business or she's in the business of getting you from point A to point B correctly, and, and so it, it just makes sense. Absolutely. Put that person in your life. Make that investment in yourself. So uh, we're headed for home. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for being with us. Jeremy Reed, folks, is uh, just an amazing transformation coach. And if you are somebody who struggles with weight loss, please reach out to him. Uh, he has a Conquer Your Mountain podcast. He's also got a Conquer Your Mountain collective. And Jeremy, will you tell us a little bit more about that and how people can find you online? Sure. It's a collective, a group of people that are all going to the same place. They're all on this journey together. We lift each other up. I give them advice on food and exercise and, and tons of mindset, tons of habits, tons of routine stuff. And your first month's free, jeremyreadfitness.com. Or you can you can uh, message me anywhere on, and I'm all over on Facebook at Jeremy Reed Fitness, Instagram at Jeremy Reed Fitness, YouTube, Jeremy Reed Fitness. So anywhere where there's a, uh, you know, send message, <laughs> go ahead and send me a message. I'd love to interact with you and learn more about you and your journey and see where I can help. Well, folks, thanks for joining us on the Your Genius Zone podcast. I think you can hear in Jeremy's voice that he has definitely found his genius zone. And that that is a place that that he believes everyone can find. Uh, it's it's sometimes called a calling. It's sometimes just belief, self belief. But a lot of times, what it comes down to is having a vision of who you want to be, and sticking to that vision, no holds bar, letting all the other criticisms, inner voices, external voices go. And sometimes it involves taking a coach and really embracing that we can't get there on our own. We have to have a community. We have to have a Sherpa who's guiding us up the mountain, as Jeremy uh, referenced. So don't do this alone. If you're listening to this and you're inspired, get online. Go to jeremyreadfitness.com. Get going in the direction of the changes you want to make. If you're looking for a business coach, if you're looking for a motivator, you're looking for a, a, a relational coach all these different things are out there and of course you can come to me as well but we are here as coaches really to do that very thing to see you move from point a to point b and be transformed in the vision that you have for yourself don't do this by yourself and thanks for joining us this week on the your genius zone podcast